8.05 on a Tuesday morning. I'm first warning meteorologist Derek Burris. This is Coffee Talk. We get together seven days a week, chat about what's going on in the world of weather. Today's special edition, we are tracking the latest on subtropical storm Nicole. This is a storm system that is moving our direction and will make impacts over the next couple of days time. I want to make sure to be here to answer any questions, comments, concerns you may have to make sure you and your family are safe and you and your family have all the information needed to plan over the next couple of days. So we're going to be on here and we're going to take a good long while to chat about the storm system. First off, let's just look outside and see what the storm system looks like right now. Hurricane hunters are inside investigating as we speak. Here's a look, okay? We're looking at a developing tropical storm. It has been a subtropical storm, which meant that the wind envelope was very wide. The recon mission in there right now is finding a shrinking wind envelope. And because of that, we expect this to transition to a tropical storm shortly, meaning that it's feeding off of the warm waters exclusively as opposed to the atmosphere and the warm waters. At any rate, winds are at 50 miles an hour. The winds have come up just a little bit. Uh, its pressure has dropped to 992 millibars. And we always watch for the pressure because pressure drops first and then the winds pick up and it's always delayed. So as long as the pressure continues to drop, the winds will continue to climb. Once the pressure stops dropping, it will take a little bit of time until the winds level off. So a little bit of inside baseball there, but there's the position of it right now. And it definitely looks better on satellite presentation this morning than where we were 24 hours ago. So let's do this. Let's take a look at the forecast cone from the National Hurricane Center. Latest information shows through the day today getting stronger and making landfall somewhere on Florida's east coast as a category one storm. Notice it could be anywhere from about Palm Beach County all the way up our shoreline. You know, you have to kind of look at the shape of the cone itself. Our entire coastline is under the cone of confidence, meaning we are confident that the storm's center itself will move in those areas. But of course, remember, that doesn't tell the whole story. The storm system is more than just a center of circulation, okay? Through the day Thursday, by Thursday afternoon, it's already into Sumter and Marion counties. And then after that, it continues to lift up to the north and recurve and move out to sea, okay? The models, though, have been making some subtle adjustments over the course of the last few hours' time. And I want to show you, first off, this is the 4 a.m. cone with the 8 a.m. computer models. We got the model data in just a couple of minutes ago. Um, what you can see is that the forecast model consensus has shifted to the right just a little bit there, okay? I think that that will probably shift the forecast cone just a little bit to the right when they come out with their 10 a.m. full advisory, okay? Remember, daylight saving time changes. We're now to standard time, which means that the forecast cones come out an hour earlier than we're used to. All right, it is expected from the National Hurricane Center to make landfall as a category one hurricane, okay? Category one hurricane. So this is, think of this as the forecast cone and the swath where we think hurricane and tropical storm force winds can be. And I think that this is such a great product because it gives you the idea where we're anticipating hurricane force winds, where we're anticipating tropical storm force winds. And notice if you live in Brevard County, based on the official forecast from the National Hurricane Center, Hurricane force winds are expected in your neighborhood. 
okay? Let me say it again. Brevard County, friends that live in Brevard County, hurricane conditions are forecast in your neighborhood. So what does that mean? That means today is a day we should be preparing. Securing loose things around your house. If you have shutters, not a bad day to put them up, right? It's going to be gusty, but you don't want to fall behind. So today is the day for storm prep, okay? Keep that in mind, all right? It says potential on Friday, Diane. It's just the timeline itself. I, this graphic really shouldn't have a timeline. It's a cumulative graphic that shows a timestamp. So ignore the time on the top. But the overarching idea here is very clearly, Brevard County, I'm gonna say it one more time. Brevard County, you are forecast to have hurricane conditions. Winds of 74 miles per hour or greater, okay? It's a big deal. It's going to be an impactful storm. So let's do this. Let's talk county by county forecasts. And we're going to start in Brevard County. I know everybody wants to know the county by county forecast, okay? Oh, wrong button, there we are. So for Brevard County, the worst of the weather is going to start Wednesday night, but really be impactful Thursday morning. Winds sustained 40 to 50, but yeah, we're definitely talking about hurricane gusts, okay? 70, 80 plus mile per hour winds. Very heavy rainfall. Thankfully, we're not talking about the kind of rain that we had in Ian. You're not talking about 20 inches of rain. Different storms, different personalities, different impacts, okay? Four to six inches of rain, isolated six inches above, okay? Annie says beachside should put up shutters, I think. Yeah, Annie, absolutely. If you live in Brevard County and you have shutters, now's the time to use it, okay? I'm just, I'm just gonna be honest, and, and I will always promise you I'm not going to give any hype, but I'm just gonna give you the information as I see it, all right? So that's where we're at for Brevard County. Let's move up the shoreline to Volusia County. Because we, we are now starting to have to tweak this around a little bit, the forecast models are showing more of a Brevard and Volusia impact, so we really have to watch we may have to tweak these numbers up. Once the official forecast gets changed, if we need to, we'll make an adjustment, okay? Winds for Volusia County gusting 60 to 70. May have to up that if the storm continues on a little bit more of a northerly trajectory, okay? Tropical storm warning in effect for you. Yeah, just, just checking, they, they extended it inland. I was just checking the, the tropical storm warning watch map, yeah, okay. Tropical storm warning in effect for you. That means tropical storm conditions are expected and that may be upgraded to a hurricane warning if these new models kind of continue to play out. For Flagler County, further to the north, okay, so we're talking about 50 to 60 mile per hour gusts. Let's head inland, Orlando, Orange County. Uh, for you, we're looking at 50 to 60 mile per hour gusts with four to six inches of rain and that may have to be tweaked if the storm system tries to come in a little stronger than first thought. For Seminole County, 50 to 60 mile per hour gusts, four to six inches, you're under a tropical storm warning. Osceola County, my friends to the south, and if you live in Polk County, I don't have a graphic, but this is you as well. Winds running 50 to 60, four to six inches of rain, worst of the weather, Thursday morning starting off, okay? And we're gonna look at future casts. We're gonna go like minute by minute, hour by hour, okay? All right, out west, let's head over to Lake County. For you, you're getting out of the majority of the impacts, at least 
initially. Now we may have to tweak these numbers up. It may be more of a 50 to 60, but for right now we're calling for 40 to 50. We just want to see a little bit more data come in before we make those adjustments. But midday Thursdays, I think when the worst of the weather for you is really going to be uh, moving through. For Sumter County, my friends in Wildwood, uh, back over to the villages, Rutland, we're talking about midday Thursday, 40 to 50 mile per hour winds. And last but not least, Marion County. The storm moving your direction, 40 to 50 mile per hour winds, isolated pockets of flooding rain around five inches or so, okay? So in terms of the wind energy, here's what we're looking at. For Brevard County, and again, may have to make some tweaks here, but for Brevard County, beachside especially, but essentially if you live I-95 out east in Brevard County, hurricane winds are anticipated. For the rest of central Florida, we're looking at strong tropical storm force winds, okay? Again, I, I, I know that this sounds wild because it's November. We're thawing out Mariah Carey tracking a hurricane. Who thought that was gonna be the thing? The last hurricane to strike the United States in the month of November was back in 1985. Doc Brown and Marty McFly going all over town and Hurricane Kate, I believe the name was, in November of 85. All right. I'm going to say it one more time. This is going to be an impactful storm. Along the beaches particularly, we do have storm surge warnings posted because in addition to breaking waves, in addition to astronomically high, high tide, we also have a water rise, okay? And when we talk about the water rise, um, storm surge is running currently around three to five feet. So just take your normal quiet water, add three to five feet on top of that, add another two feet on top of that for high tide, and then have waves breaking the shoreline there, running what, 10 feet, 15 feet? So you can see that there's a growing concern for coastal flooding, there's a growing concern for beach erosion, and there's a growing concern for just the obvious damaging conditions along the shoreline, okay? So that's where we're at. Here's the water levels, just so that you know. Um, these are the breaking wave forecasts, kind of generalized up and down our shoreline, all right? Look at, look at the, the breakers there. Of course, before the storm strikes, Wednesday, 14 to 17 feet. Wow. So, not the greatest news, okay? All right, there's the computer models, very clearly focusing on a Brevard Volusia landfall. The Hurricane Center is probably going to have to make a bit of a nudge to the right, a nudge to the north in their forecast cone when they put their next one out. But because of the overall timestamp, I, you know, I, I, I always say this is like my favorite graphic I've ever made because I, I, I really, I think that this tells the story on a day like today, our forecast confidence is now we're just fine tuning counties. Like, think about that. We're trying to say, is it gonna go there or there? You know, very, very seldom or very, very subtle changes. So if we live in central Florida, especially in the East Coast counties, we need to be getting ready for a hurricane, okay? Why does it look like it has two centers with convection bubbling up, Crystal's asking. So it's, it's transitioning from a subtropical system to a, a tropical system. So let's talk a little bit about that because I know that a lot of people are curious what the deuce that means, okay? A tropical storm has a center and the storms fire around the center and they bubble up from the ocean, okay? They feed off that ocean water, 
strongest winds are right at the center of circulation. In this case, it started as a subtropical system, meaning it was broad. It was the wind field was huge. The winds, strongest winds were like 80, 90 miles away from the center of circulation, and it had a much larger wind field. Now, what recon is showing this morning is that that wind field is starting to come in and come in, and it's starting to look more and more tropical in nature. And as that happens, we'll have the opportunity for it to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's what we're seeing play out in front of us right now, okay? So Recon is in there. I think Kellyanne put this graphic together. Let's just look. Monkey Man, you're my number one trusted. No sensationalizing, just the fact for the storms. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. I ignore the weirdos. I haven't even had time to look at comments, so. All right, so yeah, so there's pressure. There's a recon flight. So they've gotten pressure down to like 991 or so. Um, we'll see once they do another core punch what that is, but uh, it's, it's getting stronger. And, and it's already, you know, what's interesting is it's already outplaying some of the global models. So let's do this. This is one of those things I want to really focus on. We'll come back to this. States, Florida, pressure. We'll do this. Okay, perfect. Okay. So this is mean sea level pressure anomaly. And let's just come in. All right. So this is the GFS, it has a pressure of 981 on landfall, okay? Let's switch to the European. The European has 988 on landfall, okay? These are new 60 numbers, and they're definitely shifting. Okay, so 988 on one model, 981 on another. Okay, that's important because remember, the lower the pressure, the stronger the storm is, 988, 981. This morning, the European had a 981, a 991 millibar pressure, and the storm's already there at 992. So suffice it to say, it's already outplaying itself. And that's why I think that the model is going to have to play some catch up here in terms of system intensity. Now, the global models, as they stand right now, click, click, boom, there you go. Global models are, I think, underdoing it. I, I mean, I think that the Hurricane Center absolutely agrees. Mickey says the H-Wharf and H-Mon showing low 970s. I, I, that would not surprise me in the least. Um, the storm system already outplaying itself, and so it's just going to take a little bit of time for it to go. Remember, pressure drops first, winds pick up, immediately after and it's always on a bit of a delay just look at the satellite presentation as it is right now i'm going to hit play on this ready watch you can see that convection building in the actual tropical center of circulation that tropical center of circulation is sitting right in right in there all right let me play this back again and you can see that swirl that center of circulation getting going right here's a look at it on a broader scale the tropical satellite that we're all accustomed to, the infrared satellite. Give it a second to load. I do this all on the fly so that sometimes the computer takes a minute. You can see though the, the convection behind it's firing up plenty, but it's that center of circulation, that new area out here that's going to be the tropical area there, okay? 
All right. So it's getting ventilated atmospherically. That's going to help it to develop. And that's why I think that the models are getting a little bit uh, more gung-ho on it. So let's do this. Let me click over to some cities. Let's look at some wind data, shall we? All right. So this is the raw GFS model. And what I want to do is I want to hit wind gust swath. What is the GFS saying the worst wind will be in our area? I know it's kind of small, but just roll with me. Uh, the GFS is saying 65 to 70 in Brevard County, 50 to 60 in Flagler, 50 to 60 Volusia, uh, 55 to 65 through the Metro, and, and the rest is Central Florida. So that's the GFS. Let's switch over to the Euro. The Euro is a little lower, kind of 40 miles per hour, 45 miles an hour inland, 50 to 60 across the coastline. Okay, so the models, they're, they're not in, there's not this huge consensus in overall intensity. But to me, my biggest concern is just the sheer fact that it has already kind of outplayed itself in terms of intensity, you know, uh, 991 pressure. You can see the recon mission on the far south side of the storm trying to find another low pressure center. We'll have to see if they do that. Sidebar, uh, a colleague of mine is on this recon mission, meteorologist Brooke Silverang from our sister station WPBF in West Palm. Uh, she's on board. What a cool experience that is. She's on board this flight that took off from Lakeland going and investigating the storm system. Very, very cool stuff. Uh, in terms of severe weather threats, let's talk a little bit about that, okay? We're looking at a low-end risk of coastal strong to severe storms tomorrow. The potential is there because we're on the right front side that we could see some isolated tornadoes tomorrow. And then looking ahead to Thursday itself, kind of the rest of our coverage area. So we'll watch in, in both days. We'll just watch our coverage area for the risk of isolated tornadoes, okay? All right. Looks like it's getting its act together, Ronald says. It is. It definitely looks that way. It definitely has the look of a system undergoing tropical cyclone genesis, right? So what are the advisories around central Florida? Okay, for starters, the metro area in blue under tropical storm warnings. That includes Volusia, Lake, Seminole, Orange, Osceola counties. For the coastline, tropical storm warning, hurricane watch posted for Brevard County, okay? Western areas, tropical storm watch posted for Marion, Sumter, and inland Flagler counties. Now, I will also add that if the trends continue, the National Hurricane Center is going to have to make some adjustments and add more hurricane watches to the mix here. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Could this be stronger than a Cat 1 at landfall, Andrew's asking? It could. I certainly hope it does. Not the case, but it could. Thoughts on MCO closing? You're not going to see the airport close. You're just going to see the airlines not fly because they don't want to get their airplanes stuck. They don't want to deal with that. But I could tell you, you know, there's no guarantee that the airlines are going to continue flying through a hurricane. So I, you know, Thursday's the day of the rough weather. I don't know that you're going to be successful in coming in or out of any of our airports on Thursday. They will soon call it tropical, Brad says. I would agree with that, sir. It definitely looks like it's undergoing cyclone genesis there. Roger, good morning, buddy. Glad to see your name pop up. Trying to fly from MCO to NOLA on Friday for the UCF game. OIA will be okay by then? It should be, bud. Gosh, I hope so. I want to hear you screaming on the ESPN broadcast. Brian, good morning to you, sir. How does driving weather Orlando to Tampa and back look for tomorrow morning? Tomorrow will be fine. Yeah, tomorrow will be fine. 
Here's the timeline, just so that we're all on the same page. Tomorrow's gonna be fine. Shower, squally weather, but the actual hurricane itself moves in late Wednesday through Thursday and then clears out Friday morning. And I frankly would say that it's even cleared out much earlier than that. Let's take a look at our Futurecast model. And, and I wanna preface this by saying our Futurecast model has been an outlier up to this point, but it may be that our Futurecast model had the best handle on this darn thing the whole time. It did great with Ian for what it's worth, okay? So scattered showers around through this afternoon through the evening. Here's a look at tomorrow morning. We'll just start this at like 6 a.m. A little bit of rain coming in, nothing too bad, right? 10 a.m. we're fine. Squally weather starts into the afternoon. Feeder bands, little pockets of heavy rainfall. Each of these bands, by the way, that's 7.30 for example, each of these bands is going to have some gusty winds, some big heavy downpours, that sort of thing, okay? But it's, it's late, here's nine o'clock. Now we're starting to get into some of the convection. Now we're starting to get into that storm system, right? Here's 11.30, one o'clock. Things are starting to get rougher, okay? Here's a look at 2 a.m. Thursday morning. Just look on the right side of the screen there. The bright reds in Brevard County, very heavy rainfall, the driving winds, okay? Yeah, that's when the storm itself is coming ashore. And what's so interesting is if we just look, this is 4.30 in the morning. That's an eye coming into Brevard County. Now, I'd be curious to see what happens when we get the next run of our future cast model. Okay, but for right now, you'd be talking about the northern eye wall coming into Volusia County, and of course the eye wall moving right through the metro. Now, we'll have to see how this plays out, right? We'll, we'll have to watch and see how this all plays out. There's no guarantees that one model is better than another, but, but I think that Futurecast is doing a pretty good job, and it's interesting to me that the global models have now started to come into agreement with our Futurecast model, right? And so, based on that, you may be on to something, all right? That's 4.30 in the morning Thursday. Let's go to like 6 a.m. Thursday, and there you go, the center of circulation over the St. John's, the driving rain, the blowing wind across Lake, West Orange, Marion Sumter, Flagler counties, 7 a.m. The center of circulation starting to fill itself in as it weakens, but there's 8, 9 a.m. out over Lake County, Sumter County. There's 11 o'clock or so. We see that the center of circulation is moving over the villages. And then look at by one o'clock, the storm itself has passed. We're just looking then at like some scattered showers on the backside of the low. And then we continue to improve and continue to improve and continue to improve. So that's good news. That's good news. Let's get it in and out. So based on all the data that we're looking at, okay, here's where we're at. The worst of the weather, when does it arrive? Uh, Wednesday evening in Brevard County, Thursday morning through the metro, Thursday afternoon in our north and western areas. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. This is when the worst weather moves into your area. Could we be talking about power outages? Yeah. Is this going to be a Hurricane Ian level storm for our beaches? No. This is not going to be a category four making landfall, but it is going to be an impactful storm system. So it's very important that we prepare. And, and you know, I, I cannot underscore this enough. If you live in Brevard County, prepare for a hurricane. This is one of those 
oh, it never hits Brevard County. It always good. The models are showing Brevard County. You're in the cone. Volusia County, you're in the cone. Flagler County, you're in the cone. Any one of our Central Florida counties could get a direct landfall over the next couple of days. But Mariah Carey's playing. Holly is on Sirius XM. We don't get storms in November. Well, we don't, usually. Last time this happened was 1985. Kellyanne wasn't even a glimmer in her parents' eyes. Here we are. Don't judge me. Never did. I'm not judging you either. Never did. I, I was on this earth. I was a pain in the neck in my parents' eyes. Some things have never changed, I suppose. You have to go back to 85 to get a hurricane-making landfall in the month of November. Okay? All right. Questions, comments, concerns, people. I'm going to put up the cone while we're discussing this. Questions, comments, concerns. I'm so happy it'll be done by Thursday night. Does that mean no rain for Friday? It's looking better and better, I would say. Tammy said, this is happening because people put out Christmas decor already. Can I share with you something? I had an infl I don't think I've even told you this, Kellyanne. I had an inflatable turkey out front of my house yesterday. Well, up to yesterday. I'm flying in Chopper 2, and my neighbor says, hey, your Tom the Turkey is flying down the street. Can I go get him? I'm like, yes, please. And when we were heading back to base in Chopper 2, I look, and I could see him dragging Tom the Turkey down the street. I mean, I had that thing stapled into the ground, you know, with those stakes. So, yeah. Take down all of your cheesy decorations. I'm Mr. Cheesy Decoration. I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be, you know, securing the house, just making sure that there's nothing loose um, that'll be flying around. You know, that's what you want to do area-wide. Area-wide. Here. This is the wind map. And, and this, this is the wind map, my friends. Okay? The red area there, that's where we could be talking about hurricane force winds. Now... This may need to be upped. This may need to be adjusted up a little bit. All right? This may need to be adjusted up just a little bit. Could be seeing more widespread hurricane force winds. But for now, all the rest of us into strong tropical storm force winds. Gene is asking any school closure recommendations. So I can tell you I spoke with uh, one superintendent of uh, Central Florida schools, and I did make the suggestion to close school on Thursday. I said that uh, that's when the worst of the weather will be moving through and I, I just I don't think that that's going to be a day to have class. And I'm sure we'll hear about this and it's not my decision, keep in mind, but I'm sure you will hear of school closings. I know everybody's concerned. I'm going to tell you right now though, based on what I'm seeing, there should not be school on Thursday in Central Florida. Okay? Just so we're all on the same page here. Susie, that's kind of hilarious that you got to see Tom the turkey being dragged down the street from the helicopter. Yeah. Listen, Sharon, we all need a little humor in these situations, and I, I want to make sure that, that I'm here um, to give you good information and not hype it. Every now and then, a good joke is not a, not a bad thing, right? When will we know if it's going to be a hurricane? Well, the official forecast does call for it to be a hurricane. So there's that, first off, Darren. Second off, it's starting to develop. So over the course of the day today, now we're watching to see, does, 
we're definitely watching to see if it does continue overplaying itself. In other words, are the models behind its intensity swing? We'll have to watch and see those trends for sure, right? But yeah, it is expected to be a hurricane at landfall. Janelle says, when the meteorologist says no school, here we are, right? Yeah, it's gonna be something to be in the helicopter watching your lawn ornaments sail down the street. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, I'm wondering why the GFS and Euro are farther south. Remember, computer models are just mathematical equations. They don't have situational awareness that we do. Um, so you have to take, that's why I always say computer models are guidance, not gospel, okay? That's why you look at them as just data points. Do not take them as forecasts. That's why they're not great. Computer models are not great. You have to understand, well, why is it doing that? Why is it doing that? That sort of thing, okay? Flight cancellations when, question mark on is asking. So I would say probably Thursday. You're probably talking about no flights Thursday. That's where I'm at, if I'm honest with you. Odds of getting out of Orlando Airport at noon on Wednesday. I would say noon Wednesday should be okay, but I would say the later Wednesday goes, the more question marks we may have. Yeah. Kelsey, how large will this storm be? Assuming that it's a Melbourne-ish landfall, how far south could effects be felt? Inquiring Palm Beach County Mines want to know. Well, remember, if it makes landfall in Brevard County, Melbourne, you'd be on the south side. You'd be on the weaker side. So for you, it wouldn't be as bad. Um, so it'll be large. I mean, you'll get some gusty winds, but is it going to be, you know, hurricane intensity? Probably not. Yeah. Mickey says they might have to roll Artemis back. So their criteria is 85 mile per hour sustained with higher gusts. Um, do I think that that's a possibility? It's more of a possibility today than when I was flying in Chopper 2 yesterday. But yeah. All right. Asking for John, what is the steering of the storm? Well, you know, you've got a front that's going to help to pick it up, but for right now, it's just getting ventilated well. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I know it's out of our area, but I live in Palm Coast and work in Putnam County. Can you advise on conditions in Putnam County? I would just say tropical storm force winds, uh, probably running 50 to 60 miles per hour on the high end of things. Yeah. I live in Palm Bay. Should I put the shutters up? Uh, Lakeisha, I would say yes. Listen, you know, when we look at the wind field, this is, this is the current forecast, and we may need to up this. But if you live in Palm Bay, yeah, hurricane force winds are anticipated. So I would say yes, you're probably looking at the threat for hurricane winds, right? This S keeps shifting north and east and completely missed the state. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Ashlyn says, the crawler has operational regulations for wind as well. Correct. Rosa's asking, any tornado risk? So, yes, there is a risk for tornadoes. It is going to be a little bit lower, but because we're on the right front side of the storm system, anytime you find yourself on the right front quadrant, there is that risk for tornadoes, okay? Uh, they're usually weaker tornadoes, and they're usually short-lived, but for right now, let me just retool this graphic because it's... It's a little dated. Stand by. There we are. All right. Sorry. Stand by. Save. Ba -ba -ba. All right. So there it is. So yeah, our area is in that right front quadrant of the storm system. Yeah. 
Flying out of Sanford Thursday evening looked doubtful. I would say it's probably not the best. Kristen, if you worked for NASA, would you have rolled back SLS? It's, I mean, hindsight's always 2020. Yesterday they said that they weren't, and yesterday it looked like the storm was going to be lesser for us, and now it's looking like it's, you know, moving a little more directly toward us. We'll watch the trends, you know, but if it can sustain winds of 85 with higher gusts, that should be okay, as long as it doesn't get much, much stronger. The thing that I'm curious about, if I'm 100% transparent with you, and I always promised I would be, they say that it can do a 85 mile per hour sustained with higher gusts. The thing weighs nearly 6 million pounds. So like, honest to God, these people are rocket scientists. What would it take to knock the thing down? I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I'm genuinely curious about that. I'm sure that they have a number. Um, you know, so we'll see. Uh, as I understand it, it takes roughly 12 hours to move the thing in. So would I shift it? You know, let's watch the model trends. Models are going to shift. Models are going to adjust. So we'll have to watch and see how this plays out, right? Right. Marianne's asking about Merritt Island. Look, I mean, you're, we're expecting a hurricane in Merritt Island. There you go. So yeah, uh, Marianne, prepare for a hurricane. Based on what you're seeing, is it more likely to keep pushing north versus south in the next update? I would think that the Hurricane Center is going to shift their cone to the right just a little bit. Yeah, I do. I'm in Melbourne, so direct hit to us might be better. <sighs> I mean, it still would be a hurricane, Jody, but if it's a direct hit, you'd, where you, in this scenario, let's, let me just pop up Futurecast again, just to illustrate. In this scenario, the place you don't want to be is on the north side of the eye. Because at least, you know, assume, this is now, Futurecast is showing an eye. I can't promise you're going to have an eye. We'll have to watch. But the worst weather here, where would be the worst weather based on Futurecast's forecast? New Smyrna Beach, Oak Hill Edgewater, the Canaveral National Seashore, because you'd be sitting in, you'd be sitting in it without that eye, and it would just be that steady onshore wind, storm surge, pounding waves, rip currents, coastal flooding, beach erosion, that would batter the beaches, okay? So based on future cast, that's what we're looking at for the worst location. Future cast is just a model. It's not perfect. So there may be some room for adjustment there, right? Amyana says, use your brains, kids. That's why we have them. I'm here to help. I'm here to help, okay? Should I change my flight to MCO from arriving Thursday afternoon to arriving late morning Wednesday? I would tell you, Hannah, if you don't, they're going to do something. You're not, you're not arriving on Thursday afternoon, I would guess. Just being honest. I have family in Tifton, Georgia in their RV. Do we have future info on wind and rain at this point? Kathy, I love you and I'm sorry. I've been focusing on Central Florida um, in terms of Georgia. Thursday, during the day Thursday, the feeder bands look to be the worst there. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm focusing on Central Florida because that's, that's my coverage area. In all caps, what's your opinion on driving home from Georgia to Orlando Thursday and Friday? Wait until Friday, Cecilia. Wait for the storm to pass. You don't want to drive in a hurricane. 
All right? Cece says, this may be a cat one, but it's still a hurricane. Board up, put stuff inside, protect your property, sit back and enjoy a beer. Yes. Cece, if I could pin a comment, that would be the comment to pin. Any idea how the storm is moving? Yeah, we've talked about it for the last 41 minutes. Uh, Eric's asking, any rapid intensification possible with this storm? So we are not expecting rapid intensification because in this case, the storm system is so large. It was this subtropical storm that's transitioning tropical. So you're talking about making a big shift. If it was a small storm, it would be super easy to rapidly intensify, but it's, it's so big and bulky, it's kind of having to come down in size. It's actually having to shrink itself in order to deepen. And that's what we're watching right now. But that pressure drop is a big indicator to me that it is on its way to developing, okay? Does that make sense? Jennifer's asking any reason to board up inland? Listen, I, I mean, today's a prep day. I would say if you, if you have any concern, you know your situation better than I do, okay? But if you have a concern, board up. If you have plywood or if you have shutters, do it. You know what I mean? I'm not at my house. I don't have shutters, I don't have plywood. Um, but my concern is not, you know, I, I'm not worried about flying debris. I live in an inland area. Um, I've done as much as I can for tree mitigation and things like that. Um, but I will tell you, if I lived in Brevard County and I had shutters, there's a reason you have them. Use them. This is that. If I live in Brevard County and I don't have shutters, what would I do? Bring everything inside. And if you see that schmucky neighbor that leaves all that garbage outside, you knock on their door. You get a couple of neighbors and you go tell them, buddy, bring that into your garage. Oh gosh, unless there's too much stuff and they're a hoarder. And if that's the case, then ugh, take pictures so that when that stuff ends up in your yard damaging your house, you can send bills. I don't know if you can actually do that, but that would be a concern of mine. What are you, are you judging me right now? No, you, just not what I was expecting. You're straight up judging me right now. No, absolutely not. Kellyanne class, Never. judging me. Never. Also, showing a little subtle sarcasm. You don't know that. All right, last spring we had five trees taken down. So thankful. Annie, well, that's why we do that, right? That's why mitigation is very important. Steve says, sorry if you've already talked about this, but what are your concerns for flooding? Will the storm stall as it turns to the north? No, this one's going to be moving. This one's going to be moving, thankfully. So four to six inches is kind of what we're looking at for the high end of rain. All right. We still have loads of debris on curbs in our neighborhood from Ian, and that certainly is a concern, and there's just nothing you can do about it, unfortunately. There's just nothing that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Funny Jim from the Weather Channel is in Melbourne. Is Cantori in Melbourne? Is he really? Makes sense. Linda, do you get your weekend off? Uh, no. I could tell you that right now. My days off are Thursday and Friday. Kellyanne, will you and I be sitting in these very chairs on Thursday? Yes, ma'am. We will. Kelly is asking, will people in mobile homes in Brevard County be okay? I would say this. If you're in a mobile home in Brevard County, find somewhere else to be. You're going to be talking about a hurricane. I don't want to be in a, anything that is easily mobile, right? 
even if you've got tie downs, just don't do it. Listen, my father uh, lived in a wood frame home in Volusia County. Um, and for, and it was, it was a foundation home. I still advocated to get him out of that just to be on the safe side, you know? But yeah, if you live in a mobile home, a tiny home, an RV, Brevard County is not where you're going to want to be, okay? Volusia isn't either, mind you, all right? For debris still in yards, will covering with tarp and weighing down with sandbags help or just create more debris? Ah, that's a good question, Kelly. I mean, I... It's, I, I guess, I, I never really thought about that. I guess it's not the worst thing if you're weighing it down with sand, but that's really, that's, that's really good. I have some pavers that sank in my pool deck from Hurricane Ian. You want to come and help me? You sound like you're, you're quite, quite the, the scrappy uh, uh, thinker. I like that. I can use some help. <laughs> what about cruises to the Bahamas? I know if you've got a cruise booked, I know you want to go. But there's a thing out there. You don't want to be cruising into it. Okay? Yeah, so, for what it's worth. Oh, boy. What about an RV in Lake and Seminole? Um, you know, Lacey, if I'm honest with you, you'll probably be okay, but do you have some place you can go hang out? You know, that's where I would go, honestly. Can hurricane force winds be felt in Orange County? It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Are we going to feel it in Pinellas County? More than likely, it's not going to be as big a deal for you. You'll get some gusts, but nothing too, too bad there. Where is the predicted landfall going to be? The Hurricane Center's forecast cone has our entire east coast essentially in that. And here's a look. You know, hurricane force winds are into Brevard County. Manolfi's texting me. What's this putz saying? Okay. Case in point, his text message to me, vis-a-vis -vis his text message, 992 millibars already, dude. Wow. Okay, it's outplaying itself. It's out. It's overperforming, and so because of that, you've got to remember: if it's already deeper than you thought, and it's it's been expected to continue to develop, it's ventilating perfectly. Laura, are we calling Manolfi? If I wasn't in the studio, I'd give Manolfi a call. But I'm in the studio, they're making TV, so I can't be that guy right now, okay? Uh, Christy, Mobile Home and Vero, I would say, listen, I would feel better if you found another place to go. Even if the trends are a little further to the north, just be ready to go, okay? Adrian says, impacts in Seminole County, they haven't even canceled schools yet. They don't have to, Adrian. It's Tuesday. The storm's hitting on Thursday. I can tell you, I spoke to a... Uh, superintendent for one Central Florida school district, and this person's utmost concern was students' staff safety. So don't be upset that any of the school districts haven't canceled schools. They want to make the best decision that is the safest for all staff, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, most of Central Florida schools probably will not have school on Thursday, all right? My suggestion to this superintendent that I spoke to was no after-school activities tomorrow and no school on Thursday. That was my suggestion, okay? These folks, their concern, do not get upset with them because they haven't done it yet. It's Tuesday. They've got, there's a million pieces that they have to work around, okay? So remember that, all right? 
I tell everybody to listen to you, Shelly says. You're the man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I live in Indian River County. How will it affect us here? So, Audrey, for right now, the models are trending a little further to the north. Here. Here's the models. So, they're trending more Brevard, Volusia, Flagler. But we're now just going to have to watch for subtle adjustments, one direction or another. Lacey. I will neither confirm nor deny. Um, but, you know, in Indian River County, you could get a direct hit from a hurricane, you know? Yeah. UCF said they'll make an announcement by 3.30 today. And that makes sense. Look, there's no rush on this. Let's just, let's just make sure that the right decision is made, okay? Greg's asking, can the storm continue north and the center come in more north of Flagler? How strong and fast is the front coming from the north? It's possible, but, you know, I think that we're kind of zeroing in on this Volusia Flagler Brevard, which lucky for us is our central Florida coverage area right there. Yeah. Why does anyone think it's okay to be in a mobile home or RV during a hurricane? CC says, come on. Do you not watch the weather channel or the news to see the severe weather with these? Listen, it's, I, I have no problem CC with people asking. The only stupid question is the question you don't ask. So I have no problem with folks asking. Um, but yeah, I, I, if, you know, my, my immediate response is always, if you're asking, you're concerned. So if you're concerned, err on the side of caution. You got one life. You got to name a soap opera, One Life to Live. You got one life to live. Manolfi wants me to call him after coffee talk. Uh, Lindsay, A1A and Marine Land Surge, our entire beach up and down Central Florida's coastline, looking at three to five feet of storm surge, okay? It's not catastrophic like what we saw certainly in Ian, but it'll do a number, okay? All right. I know it was a soap opera, Kelly. I was teasing. That's why I said it. Leslie, what's your opinion on Palm Beach County? I would say for Palm Beach County, for right now, it looks like the worst of the weather is going to be north of you. So that's good news, right? Julie says, I guess he answered me via another question. I apologize. There's just so many questions. I'm doing the best I can to read through. Lacey says, we full time in an RV. We left for Ian. Lots of people stayed and had no issue. Hence why I asked this time. I have no problem with you asking, Lacey. I promise you. As I said, the only dumb question is the question not, uh, not asked. Okay? Promise. I'm, I'm promised. The only stupid question is the, is the question not asked. Um, I would say you could go through a hurricane 20 times and have no problem. But do you want to be in that one time that there is a problem, right? That's, I will always err on the side of caution. Okay? I got to drive from Orlando to Melbourne Wednesday afternoon. Am I good? I mean, I would say, Jody, do it earlier if you can, right? All right. Eastern Florida State College already issued a message for faculty, staff, and students closed Wednesday and Thursday, normally closed on Friday. Good call. Good call. Uh, Matt's asking about rainfall compared to Ian. Rainfall is going to be significantly lower than Ian. Right now, we're looking in terms of rainfall in like a four to six inch type scenario. Ian gave us feet, 20 inches of rain, okay? So there's that. Cruise on Friday to Nassau, go or no go. Donna, I mean, I, the storm will be cleared at that point, so that's good. But will it be one of those cases, will they go? You know, that's what we'll have to see, right? All right. 
I live in a tent. I give vault. What are you going to do? <sighs> All right. Yeah, go put the shutters up if you live in Brevard County, though. Listen, even if you're in Beachside, Volusia County, put your shutters up if you've got them. You know, we are, we are dialing down the forecast position, but we don't want to get caught off guard. It's easy to over-prepare. It's not as easy when you under-prepared and are thus caught off guard. That's the actual opposite of what we want to see. All right, let's see here. What are your thoughts on the H-Wharf suggesting a cat too? I mean, I would say that the H-Wharf is always very overzealous, but the storm is overplaying itself. So it's, you know, is it out of the question? No, let's just watch and see, right? All right, all right, listen, we did this for 48 minutes. Any other questions? 996 millibar is the most recent fix. Uh, most recent Vortex message. Uh, Catherine, inland in Volusia, Edgewater, should we shut her up? I, you know, it, depending on how far inland, you have trees around you, you know? Is there a concern of flying debris, that sort of thing? If you've got them, do it. Should I be driving from Charlotte Wednesday at 4 to? I don't know where 2 is, Carol. When will it hit New Smyrna Beach? Yeah. Emily, you haven't said nothing really about Orlando. Well, two things. I did county by county for every county in Central Florida, so I did, number one. Number two, I've been answering questions and people haven't asked about it, so there's that. Tropical storm force winds, 40 to 50 miles an hour, up to 60 or so, okay? Um, would Central Florida have a bigger impact with Nicole than with Ian? Diego, great question. Um, for this storm, remember, every storm is different. Ian was a massive flooding event, and it was a localized wind event. I think this is going to be more of a widespread wind event and less of a flooding event. Oh, and by the way, I forget who uh, said that I had said not, that you said nothing about Orlando, really. Um, there's your Orange County cast, okay? Wind gusts running right now 50 to 60, so we'll have to play this out and see how it you know, how it translates. You said nothing about Orlando, the biggest city in Central Florida. I don't like Orlando. That's why I keep them out of my forecasts. What? Flying into Orlando Friday at 5. Do you think the worst will be over by then? Yes. But is it 5 a.m. or 5 p.m.? But yeah, I think so. Uh, Aaron says we have a 7 a.m. flight from MCO on Thursday. Should we rebook to Jack's? I would say you're not going to fly out more than likely at 7 a.m. on Thursday. Call it a hunch. Mike, how warm are the waters? With not much shear, already outperforming the Hurricane Center, being too conservative on intensity. Well, remember, the Hurricane Center is always going to play conservative. That's what they do. Um, water temperatures are in the mid to even upper 80s. You know? Um, do I think that the Hurricane Center will have to up their winds? I do. I do. And that's fine. There were no indicators that it was going to intensify as quickly as it has. So here we are. Now it's just kind of playing catch up on it. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, Nikki, what is your take on the theory that trees that we are in danger probably... What? 
theory that trees that we are in danger of falling were probably already taken down by Ian Meehan, lowering the risk for the storm. I would say that the ground is so, so saturated now. Remember, Ian, the winds moved through with the rain, but the, the soil is super saturated. And so now you're gonna put another push of wind in. I would be concerned about another grouping um, of, of trees to come down, I would. Uh, how are the winds on the East Coast going to compare to East Coast winds during Ian? I would say probably, Pam, in the same ballpark. Yeah, I would say in the same ballpark. What effects for Southwest Florida Punta Gorda area? Not much, Susan, some gusts, not too, too bad. All right, how many inches of rain can we expect in inland Volusia County? Sandbags, question mark. So for Volusia County, we're looking at like four to six inches of rain for you. Okay, isolated pockets, six more. Um, dog training by Vanessa says Gene 2004. Close, but remember each storm is different. It's not identical. No storm is identical. Okay, thank you, Joanne. Uh, Joni, I appreciate it. All right, so one last time, people. When does the worst weather arrive? Brevard County, Wednesday evening. For much of the metro, it's more of a Thursday morning time frame, and then northwest of town, Thursday afternoon-ish or so, okay? Can we opt out of storms for next year, please? Lisa's asking. Oh, yeah, please? Can we do that? Okay, all right, I got to go do some TV, people. Uh, updates through the day as is needed. Be the sunshine in someone else's day. Prepare. Take today to vote. I don't care who you vote for, left, right, up, down, blue, green, red, whatever color, I, I really don't care. Vote, prepare for a storm. It's a weird, th I cannot believe we're tracking a hurricane forecast to hit Florida in November. First time since 85. What? On our watch? Of course. All right. Be the sunshine of someone else's day, everybody. We'll see y'all later.